Welcome to a hundred. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Retail Nightmares, episode one hundred and sixty. I am your co-host Jessica. With me, my lovely co-host Alicia. Wow, were you saving that? Yeah, that was beautiful. You guys were talking and talking and talking. I was like, I'm gonna burp. Everyone loves it when you burp. I was like, I can burp for Jessica, and then she will be happy because she wants. People to speak her language, which is burping. Yeah. I I just responded uh, positively in my own I'm language. I'm drinking a beautiful Glutenberg. It's, uh, I didn't try it because I was like, what's the point of drinking that? It's like $8 or something, right? Well, you bought it. You should remember. Did I buy it? Anyway, uh, our guest today is a man of many talents. Coat he, of many colors. He's wearing Joseph's Technicolor <laughs> Amazing Dream Coat. Uh, it's really hot. It's I offered to take it off, but he's like, no, I'm nude under here. It's weird. <laughs> mm. um, he's a musician. He's a writer. He is a podcaster. Huh? Honk. Damn. Uh, Impressive. He's, he's a bevy boy. Mm-hmm. It's Josiah Hughes. What's up? <laughs> Hi, Josiah. Good to be here. I like your name. Thank you. That's a nice name. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now where a character is named Josiah. The Bible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd finally, you know, just like take a stab you at it. You knew about Jos- Joseph's coat. So that's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. Mm-hmm. No, it was just because I was... Josiah in the Bible? He was like... Uh, well, I don't really Not remember Josiah that well. Not Josiah Hughes in the Bible. No, I wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> <He's> a time traveler. <laughs> he was like a little boy that became a king when he was like six or something. Did wow. that... that? That must have fucked him up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, no, I'm reading Charlie Demers' book, Property Values, and one of the characters' name is Josiah, and every time I read it, I'm just, I picture you, and it's really weird. It is kind of like, it's, people are like, oh, that name is so unique, but it's not unique enough, where, like, there's still, like, toddlers named Josiah all the yeah. time, and I hear people be like, Josiah, come here, like, yeah. <laughs> at the mall, and I'm like, okay, I'll come over there. <laughs> I'll have some Cheerios. I don't give a shit. You just get on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you already have one and you just hook on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a harness. You're my mom now. <laughs> You're doing like SM stuff at the mall. <laughs> oh. I'm just imagining you walking around with like a. <laughs> little leather shorts or something but you're still wearing like something on top from uniqlo yeah <laughs> hey you're wearing something from uniqlo mm-hmm. yeah it's nice how do you say it uniqlo oh unique clo yeah <laughs> i think it's either unique lo- uniqlo. clothes unique clothes i've just never said it out loud uniqlo i'm embarrassed no it's okay <laughs> i'm embarrassed in front of our new friend we don't have um we don't have that where i live yeah, we I- live in shit Alberta, right? <laughs> you live in shit. Yeah, I live. I Alberta. do. I do live in shit. No matter where I live, it's true. Um, but every time I'm back home here, my dad will ask me like every half an hour, like, "Do you guys have Uniqlo?" <laughs> He's like obsessed with it. He always. I'm always like, "No, we don't." Have, I just. I've stopped. I've. I don't want to get. I don't want to be mean about it. I like his enthusiasm for the brand. So I don't want to be <laughs> is too he mean. A brand ambassador. <laughs> I think for he is. I think he might be. Is he trying to take you on a shopping spree? He has sent me like long sleeve shirts from there before. Like, That's sweet. The, yeah. That's 
that's nice. Yeah. And instead you wear like a Avril Lavigne yeah. <laughs> XL. It's not really wacky enough for me, that store. Okay, so I feel like the listener needs to know a little bit about your podcast just before like I really wanted you to be on episode 155 of this podcast. Right. You were your band prenup was gonna play in vancouver then but it didn't work out yeah um so you're on episode 160 but you're on you have your own podcast it's called retail nightmares <laughs> it's called what? retail nightmares me and my co-ghost uh, <laughs> oh boy talk about various nightmares in trademarked. the retail sector uh, did you trademark our podcast <laughs> yeah, i did oh, maybe we should yeah 100 we should like serve the docs right mm, now damn you're, this is causing me some stress because <laughs> basically my other podcast kind of did yeah that's what happened um no but okay so your <laughs> podcast is called blink 155 and explain which i've learned people in australia and the uk call things like that they say each number like as if they don't sound dumb enough already when they talk they're like (laughs) i listen to your podcast blink 155 well i know some people say blink 182 blink 182 yeah they're probably like from wherever from over there (laughs) but what under there oh like just say the number it's 100 well, I guess I don't say 182. I thought that's what you were going to say when you were like, those weird people say 182 or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's um, just my own. It's, it's okay. It's easy. Just say 182, 155. So 155. So what is Blink 155? Explain it for okay, our so, listeners. Um, it's my favorite podcast. This dude, Sam, that I don't actually really know that well. Like we're Well, now I know him very well. Because I've been speaking to him for Your best many now. hours for every, every week for the last year. He, We're sort of both like music writer type people. He's a lot more professional and successful than I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he lives in Toronto. Yeah. So. That's usually a leg And up. he talks, you know how he talks, like, welcome to, welcome to Blink-155. Like, he's more of a... He says cheers. He, he's more of a professional man than me. <laughs> ah. um, but yeah, he... He had this YouTube show called This Exists where he talked about things that exist. Like weird subcultures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just like weird stuff like that. And he had me on that show one time. And then he's like, oh, that was really fun to talk on Skype. And then one day he was like, <laughs> do you want to start a podcast with me where we discuss every single Blink-182 song one week at a time? And I think he thought this would be like some sort of like thing that we'd laugh about with our friends and wouldn't really... But I have like a broken brain that needs to <laughs> dig to the bottom of the internet and I'm obsessed with terrible mainstream pop punk music. So he didn't realize what he, I like he was like <laughs> think about it over the weekend and 30 seconds later I was like yes I'm in. Like I'm getting a tattoo of this idea. And av- on average how many hours of research do you do every week? So yeah, every week we discuss a different song by the band. And some of the songs are like 28 seconds long joke oh. songs and then some and of them are like normal called, songs. There's one called I Wanna Fuck a Dog in the Ass. Yeah. Oh, and that's it's, not nice. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we talked about that for like two hours. Um, yeah, well, Sam Sam is like the one who like is sort of the more traditional hosty type guy mm-hmm. and I'm the one who like finds the horrible... Like I found a... So I'll, I'll research each song by searching the name of the song and then scrolling down on YouTube until it stops scrolling anymore. <laughs> And finding every single possible video. So, like, for example, for one of the songs, I found a video that was, like, a lyric music video. But in the background of the lyrics of this, like, pop punk song was this man performing, like, dentistry on a little boy in a backyard late at night. Like he With was, a like, flashlight. With a flashlight. This boy was in this, like, plastic chair or something. The and boy- then 
didn't seem like he was in distress. No, he me. was fine. But like everything about the context of the video was so dark and unnerving. And the song was just about like, I don't know, like being in sunny California. Going or away something. to college. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, just like upsetting. The, yeah. So that's the kind of thing that I find. So that's your I'll, contribution. I'll spend about, I would say, two to three hours researching and in that time, I'm also obsessed with finding, like, really shitty covers of the song. I used to find, like, the good covers, and we would talk about that, but it's too boring. But that's boring. So yeah. I just find, like, prepubescent <laughs> teens, like, making a mockery of themselves in front of their school, and we'll talk about that. But then they somehow find that they have been on your show, and then they get in touch with you, and then build yeah, a community. like, the show is just, like, it's getting so meta out and of out of control. control. There's, there's so much, but to answer the question of how many hours of prep, it's, like, three hours of digging on the internet at least one sleepless night of having the song stuck in my head so deeply because I've listened to like 300 covers of it in those three hours and then like the three hours of recording and then sometimes another sleepless night from the, like I just get completely obsessed with a song every week and then never want to hear it ever again. I love it. It's a great podcast. I was on an episode uh, a while ago and I feel like since I was on it, the podcast has gotten like too famous for <laughs> like if i wanted to be on it now i couldn't you'd have to talk to our uh, booking agents well the lead singer of imagine dragons was on so <laughs> i feel like yeah that was insane but like it's not like i don't know it's not like we even we're not trying to get big guests but i was like being a shithead to that guy making fun of him on twitter yeah but he liked it <laughs> he was like more daddy <laughs> no, i was like he i can't even remember i was just like being a little shit on twitter which is all i ever really you were do nagging him. i was nagging him mm-hmm. and then he just like i can't even remember you slid into his dms and he was like yes, yeah he, i i, made I fun, like it he, okay he this is what it was he was making he was saying that people who don't like imagine dragons are like hipsters mm-hmm. and when people use the word hipster as an insult like it's not In 2008 anymore yeah. we're not like you know what i mean that's like, like what does hipster even mean anymore i don't know it means like someone who likes specific things yeah it just I means guess. like a subculture yeah it doesn't really it's not really so he was like it's you, definitely never really been defined in a way that yeah. really made sense to me yeah so the imagine dragons guy was like people who don't like imagine dragons are hipsters and then i was just making fun of like how he was talking about that and he sounded like a grandpa and then all these people piled on and then he was like points because i thought you weren't being sarcastic i don't know he got into it and then i dm'd him and was like yo do you want to be on a blink 182 podcast and, and he was like, like here's a picture of me nude <laughs> <laughs> yeah here's my dick mull it over <laughs> and he's like yes and yes well he did come on the podcast and then he revealed that he was in a ska band when he was a Whoa. teen and he we have christian he ska sent, band. well mormon yeah mormon, mormon ska wow. band so i have three mormon ska songs by the guy from imagine dragons in my email inbox that's amazing this is just what my life is it's become amazing you're lucky enough that you don't have to work a sort of nine to five (laughs) job you're just sort of online all the time yeah you can do it from wherever but i seem to remember though you did used to work in a record store i did i did uh yeah because i'm so online that i go for long periods of time not interacting with any human beings at all in real life except sounds great except your wife except my wife who has who also we just been kind on of like tweet at each other on the couch <laughs> yeah my wife was on the pod yeah she was great sarah sarah hughes check out her app. episode uh 69 no that was jay oh good <laughs> did you just 69 each other <laughs> no it was 
Alicia was here too, so uh, it was okay. like, yeah, it's not a thing for me. Three hundred and sixty-nine. None of us work? are that flexible. We can't really. <laughs> the, sixty-nine. Remember when you were a kid and everyone was like sixty-nine? Oh my god! Like it's so crazy. It's so <laughs> nasty. And then you know, and you, then you're like, it's just a number. It's and then. <laughs> But then it's just like, it's not fun for anyone. <laughs> I have no comment. You know how I feel. It's like so stupid. I wanted to just interrupt and say that I have a definition of hipster in oh, my mind. That all, whenever anyone says it, I think of these two chocolate guys. I think they're in New York. They're called the Mass Brothers. Oh, and yeah, yeah. That's when people say hipsters. I immediately see these guys that their stories sort of been unraveled by the media that they're not really like these. They're not true bean, bean to, bar. to bar people. Yeah. And um, Josiah knows all about this. Of course, I do. Yeah. So, and there's pictures of them bef- p- before they became the Mass Brothers, and before they had these like beautiful lush beards and these cool haircuts. Yeah. And they're just like two bros, two frat brothers. Yeah, I guess the definition of hipster. But that's the funny thing, right? Like the guy from Imagine Dragons looks like those kind of people, right? But he's he thinks like it's kind of like it remind. I've always thought of like the image of a ape evolving into a man except mm-hmm. each of those people thinks the person in front of them is a fucking hipster like fucking <laughs> <that person. laughs> wow yeah that's really funny that's good i guess but you should make a t-shirt of that <laughs> yeah, it's really hipster. complicated <laughs> yeah. wow i think what i think of is like somebody's just like all of a sudden decided that this is their image and they've gone mm-hmm. from being whatever that version of themselves was a few days before mm-hmm. too you know yeah that's true the but, but i also feel like it would be ingenious to like do that but with maximum cynicism and just be like i'm gonna make shitty chocolate and grow a mustache and get rich off of it like that yeah, would be that cool really if cool. they were like self-aware all about packaging it packaging design that's all yeah. it is like, yeah the chocolate is not good <laughs> you could just put like a twix in like a but i also feel like true bean to bar chocolate is not good i've never heard this term before bean to bar it's like farm to table okay it's like <laughs> uh this guy's great. I'm probably <laughs> glad he's on the podcast. He's my kind of guy. <laughs> it's just like one of those bullshit things. But what's the bar? Ask to ask. Making a chocolate bar. Okay. So, yeah, I'm so picturing like, like there's like a bar that the chocolate I think it means from beginning on. to I'm end stupid. the producer okay. or the manufacturer is making it in-house. Okay. And it's they know like, like where the bean came from. Small and... batch artisanal bespoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Leather but then trousers. this... this uh, expose i forget where it was i think it was exclaim.ca exclaim.ca written by <laughs> josiah hughes um, like, yeah no but apparently they were like melting down other people's like, chocolate bars chocolate. yeah For real yeah that's kind of great <laughs> it's sick actually maybe the mess brothers are cool as hell i don't yeah. know i kind of like just like maybe they're making fun of us you know the same people similar to that is like the duck dynasty people there's oh. like photos of them just like perfectly clean cut and then they oh. decided to just let themselves go oh but i'm, well, I mean, like, we I'm also like kind of all about like being a character like when yeah. i dress like you've said that to me before like well yeah because when we go on tour usually our first stop is calgary where you live and depending on what year it is you've got like a different character that like one time you were just like california hunk and you're just like you had like your hair was all like sort of like beachy and you were wearing like a big sweatshirt and then for a while you're kind of looking yeah i feel like you're blushing now (laughs) like you're dressing like a narc for a while oh yeah i think i'm still i'm like a bit post narc right now well you got the mustache people were really thinking that i was like true all right for a while so i was like i gotta maybe stop shaving my head all the time a lot of things ironically and then sometimes i'll just show 
Jay a picture of you and be like, look at what Josiah looks <laughs> like right now. Like you'll be wearing like weird narc sunglasses. I remember I bought like for a while I had this um, phone case that I got at Claire's when I was with my wife and it was like so studded and covered in pearls that it ripped all the pockets of my jeans <laughs> up. <Whoa. laughs> but it was on sale. The weapon. This is what I mean. Like I You lost money in the long run and that's true. why you have to be careful. Not, it, I know. It's a retail nightmare. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! You wow! Them everywhere. I like you said you were not on your game tonight, but I think you're extra. On it. Yeah, I think you're like wisely sitting there p- plotting retail nightmares. <laughs> yeah, that's I amazing. have two. Oh, really? This week, they both make me look really bad. Um, do you want to do one of your sure? Why not? We can we're amongst professionals. Around? You're on my show, Retail Nightmares. So go for it. <laughs> so, um, this is a really complicated one. But last Friday. I had just given notice at my day job. Yay! And um, oh yeah, I also wanted to take my friends, uh, past guests Aaron Gibbs and Chris Benson, out for dinner, as they often take me out for dinner because I'm like this little orphan. Uh, they're like, "We must feed the orphan." <laughs> and they also took me and house guest Jeffrey Beebe up to like Squamish and like showed him all the beautiful things. And I was like, "I'm going to take them out for a nice dinner." And I chose a place that was close to us that I heard was very good. And it turned out to be not good and very expensive. Expensive? That's how you say expensive. <laughs> and the first sign that things were not going to go great happened right away when the host asked us if we would like to take a seat while they prepped our table and then pointed to a bench covered in magazines and a lambskin rug. And it was maybe 30 degrees inside the restaurant. <laughs> and so we had to move the magazines and then sit on this weird pelt. <laughs> Where, what is this restaurant? This is a Greek restaurant in my neighborhood. Okay. Which I heard was really good. And uh, well, it sounds like it's the lamb to table. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> lamb to table. That's They're like, oh, <laughs> you are sitting on what you'll be eating tonight. Um, and then when they showed us our table, which was out on the, the deck, which was really nice, the patio, as they call it, the table had not been turned around properly. So we had to turn around the table so we could sit down at it. And. And they gave us the menu and it was really, I was really underwhelmed. Like I knew what my friends had said were good, but I couldn't eat it because I have stupid food allergies and I didn't want my friends to feel uncomfortable. And we ordered a bunch of food and none of it was good, including the daily catch, which was the halibut, which arrived with, it was overcooked. It was so cooked. Like you had to cut it with a knife (laughs) and it's halibut, which is a fish, which, you know what? Maybe the first time you cook it at home, tough. Tough to cook, maybe. It should be like jumping into your mouth. Yeah. Like it's that. Yes. And <laughs> they served it with um, steamed baby carrots, the kind you get in a bag. And it was $28. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucked up. I th- you should check the paperwork. It sounds like the restaurant is owned by the Mass Brothers. <laughs> totally. <laughs> there was some sort of a green greens with it, but we couldn't tell. They were so overcooked. We didn't know what vegetable it was. So that was really funny. And then I... I got the bill and I was like, oh, okay. It was really expensive and I was still very hungry. Um, but I didn't, it wasn't the server's fault. Our server was great. And it really doesn't matter that the meal was shitty. Like it was great company, great conversation. But when I got home, I was like, do not check the bill. Go to bed. Do not obsess over this bill being so much money. And um and the next day, I looked at the bill, and I had been charged $20 for a glass of wine, which the menu, has said, was $13. And my two glasses of wine came to $40. Holy <laughs> fuck. 
Um, Jeez, what and is then that? I really felt that sort of there should be like a like a Yelp fever where I was like, oh, the only thing that could solve this is like writing about them online, which I don't do. But it was crazy. It was just really bad and weird and expensive, and the menu was hard to read. And they did like it's a Greek place, and I like Greek food, but they're kind of like trying to make it more interesting, and so. <laughs> I think it was Saganaki we ordered, and I didn't have any because it's it's breaded. But the way that it's made is like pan fried, like it's lightly coated in breadcrumbs, and then uh, lemon juice is, is just squeezed on it right before it's served, and it's served with pita bread. But then when they showed up with it, they had modernized it. And it was basically like four cheese chicken McNuggets, like super overly breaded. Oh, and that uh, good. yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was really good, actually. I didn't have any, but it was devoured. But it was just like, ah, you I, know, a similar meal at that price anywhere in the city would have been divine. I blame but I Guy feel like, Fieri. I feel like also Vancouver sometimes just will, like, accept, sh- like, number one restaurant here, like, year after year is Earl's. What? Yeah. Really? Like wins. Earl's rocks, though. It Actually, the food is not bad. I agree, but. They've got a good happy hour. So many other places. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's one of my retail nightmares where I just... Uh, you got to tell me what that is so I can never go there. I kind of yeah. want to go. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. Everything Maybe it was just a bad night. But the, every little thing kind of went wrong. Yikes. Oh, that sucks because you're like trying to do a nice thing for Chris and Aaron. And then you're like, it still cost me so much money, but I didn't... It wasn't actually like a treat for them. That sucks. Um, Josiah, mm-hmm. do you have a retail nightmare? Well, us. what yeah, what what I was gonna say was like, I'm so online. I never see any other people. Here we are. That yeah, exactly. But We're for a while, I had been so like because I just work for Exclaim Magazine from home, and I was like, I need to get out of the house. And one day I wanted to go on retail nightmares. So <laughs> I got my first retail job in like, I want to say 15 or 20 years, and I started working at a record store in Calgary. Um, just to be on this podcast, pretty much. <laughs> That's so very. I put honorable. in the hours. I didn't want to come on the podcast and be like, you know. I worked at a yeah popsicle stand when I was ten. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was like, I want to like, I want to put in the work. You're like, I do the investigative research. Investigative journalism. Exactly. <laughs> you're, exactly. You're good at your job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, uh, it sucks. It's terrible. And I spent my whole childhood <laughs> dreaming of working in a record store, and it's horrifyingly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of one specific nightmare other than the entire thing, but you're just sort of like <laughs> in this empty, cavernous room where I was on the internet even more because no one yeah. ever comes in. You would post, I remember when you were working there because you'd always post a video on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was. Of you just sort of scanning the whole room and not a single person <laughs> yeah, being in there, and like exactly. the music just sort of echoing around and being like, "Please, someone come in in tonight." Like, yeah, it was so crazy. Lonely. And then by the time I would like, because I would have to buy dinner because I, I would start at a weird time to fit with my day job, and it's really hard to get around on transit. Well, it's probably easy to get around on transit in Calgary, but I don't want to learn how. So I would just like take a car to go instead. How long have you lived in Calgary? So long, ten years now. <laughs> But I'll it's tell okay. you how cheap my rent is after we're done oh, recording, no. and then you and will I'll stop cry. laughing. I'll yeah. cry. <laughs> but so I'd I'd rent this car to go and buy dinner, and then I realized like I'm only clearing like thirty dollars to <laughs> sit in this basement alone for like five hours that I could be with my wife or like doing fun <laughs> things. 
But yeah, people would like, because I would do the evening shifts, so people would get like a little bit tipsy at dinner on a first date, and then oh. and then a man would just take a girl through a record store and just like explain music to her. Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh, that's the worst. It's so bad. Or just like, I don't know, there was like a few cool, there was like this nerd kid who would come in with his mom. He was probably like 16, and he loved prog music he was like a troop him nice. and his mom would like nerd out about king crimson together it was so <laughs> cute did you call him a troop no what did you, you i don't were know like, what i said was, you started to you're like yeah i like think you said troop but I'm, i was like is that short for troubadour maybe <laughs> like, that is then what i said save let's, it for let's, reverie of the yeah, bar let's just say that that is what i said whatever i sounded like that's what it I was i think you started saying something and then you just went on yeah to i the got next, too excited no i understand um, prog like a true prog nerd is very exciting uh, former guest Emmett Hall, true progner. Totally. I mean, I had a prog phase, but uh, then I was like, <laughs> then you went the opposite direction. Exactly. Like I, my whole punk. life, I've been getting dumber and dumber as I get older. <laughs> I think that's like. It's good that you can admit it. Yeah, it's just, happening to all of us. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I feel it happening to me. Just the past maybe six months, I've noticed that if I take two different containers two different lids off i can never remember which one go and i always will like i'll take the lid that's like a an inch in diameter and try and put it on the container that is like the diameter is six inches and i'm like whoops no and i can like feel it happening it happens every time now i used to be better at it i'm like missing things you'll notice i have two band-aids on two fingers that's very jimmy fallon of you (laughs) uh well he's I don't want to be like him. Um, <laughs> he's not. He always like, because he's like a secret big time alcoholic, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what I and heard. So he's whenever you like watch himself. a clip of Jimmy Fallon, he always has some new injury. From yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, gosh. Just, I hope he gets help. I, yeah. well, I think instead he was just being deeply enabled so that they can keep their hit show. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep putting band-aids on it, literally. You can just put anyone named Jimmy on, on late TV. night. Now. I know. <laughs> no one will notice. It's fine. They can just replace it. What them. happened to your fingers? I, uh, well, I was... Uh, you were hosting The Tonight Show. I was uh, really just bummed out, and there was a bottle of... Um, no, there was um, the Staples when we were building the screen door... Uh, Jay built us a screen door yesterday, and that's uh, so cool. I have a staple gun which I've never used before, but I've had for probably oh, ten God. years. It's fine. It's fine. It's just like if you're loading it uh, and you don't know how to load it, and you're handling sharp staples. Uh, I didn't even feel the cuts happen, but then I realized that I was bleeding everywhere, <laughs> and then that was one finger. But it actually happened on like four fingers, but the rest didn't really bleed. And then this other one is i picked up a pair of scissors the wrong way today <laughs> oh, so i thought it was the same injury. no i'm done by the blade i thought it was um closed but it was open it oh. was in a cupboard uh, anyway oh, i'm definitely getting dumber well, you know that just reminded me of i think when i first have well, no i've been i've been slowly getting dumber my whole life but when i officially was like it's time to be dumb forever <laughs> was like five years ago it was my birthday, and I was riding my bike. August twenty first. August twenty first, because you're the twenty fourth. Oh yeah, and Alicia's the fourth. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So you guys are both Leos. Mm-hmm. Are you not? I I'm a Virgo. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Literally means virgin. <laughs> so <laughs> like you like dumping out buckets of water or something. Ah, uh, like that's that? the thing. I thought that was the like Pisces or something. I thought you that know, was fish. I didn't think oh, I, I believe in horoscopes, but then I was looking at. <laughs> Facebook and it was showing birthdays it it, it was showing whose birthday it was and like sometimes you're like 
oh, three people that I deeply care about have their birthdays this week. And then other times you're like, three people that I do not give a fuck about have a birthday. And I was like, is that astrology? Hmm. Like you just, that might be your astrology. Yeah, mine is just like people who are born in this month. I don't give a shit about them. That's They're how I feel like about publicists. male Virgos. Really? Yeah, I'm like, mm-mm. I feel like I don't know any male Virgos. You're so lucky. I, all, I have a lot See, of See, I'm getting them or two. <laughs> well, anyway. this is, when I knew it was official, it was my birthday. I was riding my bike to work. I used to work at this alt weekly in Calgary called Fast Forward, which is like the Georgia like Strait, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then it shut down. Then, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you did too many ironic cover yeah, stories. Probably. <laughs> um, I was riding my bike to work on my birthday, and I was like, oh, the front brake is making a squeaky sound while i'm riding it so i'll just to make harder. it stop squeaking i'll just kick the brake so i literally kicked my bike out from under me and flew over the <laughs> handlebars and landed on my elbow and i was like so close to work i was like it's fine it's my birthday i'm not injured i'm just gonna have a good day and then i like went to put my headphones on at my desk and i almost passed out and it turned out i had to get like four staples i was in the hospital overnight Holy fuck. I, like shattered my elbow on your birthday but, yeah Wow. It's my birthday. I'm going to have a good day. That's what I do whenever things are like, if my tooth hurts or the car is making a weird sound, I just like sort of push into it harder. Just Yeah, just like. you. I feel like you have a, uh, when I was talking about my injuries, I was like, this sounds like Blink 155 because <laughs> yeah. they'll just be like injury I, oh. season. <laughs> I always have injuries. Well, you'll have like a, a gash But like or the burn. lamest one, like, yeah, I, yeah. Ha- I got a burn from <laughs> just reaching over the kettle as it was at peak boil. But we've, I've totally done that and not got gotten burned and thought oh i really got off lucky i got so burned and then i was like i'll just put a band-aid over it but we only had a small one that didn't cover the whole burn so then when i peeled Cute. it off i just ripped it open <laughs> oh my god everywhere. Far. yeah oh, i'm man. dumb Good as thing hell that you married early yeah. um, <laughs> well last night i was telling jessica the story like uh this is how like when you get older and dumber i stopped my bike to get out of the way for a car that i thought was going to maybe not see me in the dark and so I had come to what I thought was a complete stop, but my bike was still moving, but I put my foot down and then just fell. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how you fell? Yeah. So firstly, I just scared myself. The car was not behind me. <laughs> and then I came to a, what I thought was a complete stop, still moving, not smart, not also not drinking at all, completely <laughs> sober, then fell down onto the curb and in between the sidewalk and the curb, there's like grass fell down onto my back with the bike on top of me and oh, just fuck. laid there for a while and thought about life. <laughs> Your bike until, is so heavy too. So heavy. And so a really nice neighbor was like, did you just fall off your bike? And it's like pitch black <laughs> and I'm just laying uh, You're down. like, I'm on a date right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to respect my privacy. <laughs> it oh felt like God. that. I remember Dave Shimka once said that when people fall down, he just leaves them alone because he oh, doesn't yeah. want them to feel embarrassed. Oh, yeah. I'm not like that at all. I always make sure that someone's okay because they may not be. I don't want anyone to talk to me when I fall down, though. Well, no one did. Three people passed before this neighbor <laughs> pulled up and he's like, did you just fall off your bicycle? And it wasn't quite just, but I was like, yeah, we like, did a little bit of a lie. minutes ago, I did. <laughs> just laying here. Well, oh. When I was growing up in Abbotsford, one time I witnessed like an eight car pile up on a snowy day. Like my friends and I just, when we were teens, we just like watched as eight, including a bus, they all tried to go up this hill and slide down and they all crashed. And we thought it was so funny. Oh my gosh. But then we're like, well, we should probably help. So we should give them our, like say we witnessed it. But then it was just like a day of 10 hours of talking to an insurance adjuster. Oh, geez. So that's sort of like 
Maybe a and sign that you shouldn't try to help. When it's a people. no, that is not a sign that you shouldn't know. try to. Help. When it's a snowy <laughs> hill, like everyone's gonna. Yeah, there's no one's really at fault there, except for God. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> right, Josiah, or the government yeah. who the can go- who oh, can yeah. who controls that hill? The Illuminati. <laughs> Um, okay. It's Beyonce and Jay-Z at <laughs> yeah, the top of the hill. Exactly. So one thing, okay, one thing about you that I feel like our listeners should know is that you have made it your life's quest to inform the world that the plural of vinyl <laughs> is vinyls. Yeah. Yeah. Which but, is grammatically incorrect. Well, that, I guess that's also why it was a bad time for me to work at a record store because yeah. I hate record collectors so much. Like, I... I used to hate the like normies who just buy Tame Impala vinyls, but now I love What's those people that? more than <laughs> I the have people who. Two Tame Impala that's what I mean. Records. But I used to just be like, "This is oh, I, I can't stand." The, like when I was like still collecting records, I was like, "I can't stand." It's just like teens buying shit that they'll they probably won't even listen like, to. Like from Urban Outfitters they'll just put or the whatever. Record on the wall, it's so dumb. But now I love those people because the other option is like a sixty-year-old man who will talk to you about his stereo setup for three hours and yeah. make you want to die. And then and tell you the difference like, between like oh the Canadian issue exactly. of this record actually has a little maple like if you leaf look at in the, the UPC corner. code you'll <laughs> notice that so like and then those so those are the people who are like so punishing about telling you that actually it's vinyl not vinyls so I've really just like doubled down like. Let's just make it vinyls. <laughs> There's more than and one of them. As a journalist, I feel yeah, like I have the sway to do it. There was I was actually going to send you an article recently. Um, the band Dumb, who's mm-hmm. on Mint Records now, uh, just did an interview. I think with Discorder, and the word vinyls w- was used. Hell and yeah. I was like about to send it to you because I, you <laughs> have a, happening. You have a Facebook. I did group. start. That, yeah, that was like what I did while I worked at the record store. Was I started a Facebook group called the plural of vinyl is vinyls, and people <laughs> find it and get so angry. Also because I bought a promoted Facebook ad for it. <laughs> was it not expensive? And it's such a good gag. Yeah. Seven bucks, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I spent like twenty five. Oh, yeah, because you can plan them and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and you have to have a set of budget. You can't just do seven dollars. You have to be like twenty five dollars, exactly. and they'll run it like two oh. and a half times for you. And then they're like, "Well, you've got enough to run it one more time." Yeah, that's so people get really upset about that. Everyone but... should. I don't. I haven't seen you post a lot on that page recently, but everyone should join it. Yeah. I really like this discussion because I think a lot about how people's interests and hobbies aren't personality, but somehow culturally they have become oh, personality. That's yeah. what I think a hipster is. It's just someone who's morphed their entire personality like is their hobby glommed onto like like bike people who are like i have a bike that i guess is like fancy and you're always bragging about this rare bike. but like people will come oh, up fancy wow. and <laughs> want to talk to me about it rare bike and i'm just like it's what i used to get from point a to b like it's not my identity and, you're like, and it's also worth it's this much it's also to the bikers i fuck it guide. um <laughs> what? only when it falls on top of me and we just have a moment oh, but yeah. it's like i Different last time mine. last time i took it to to get a tune-up the my bike mechanic was like uh there's two other women who have the same kind of bike in the city and they have a club and do you want me to tell <laughs> do you want me to like give your information to them so you can be in the club? And I was like, absolutely not. I could not think of anything I would, you yeah. know, rather do less. That actually sounds kind of cool to me. Well, the other thing that's confusing about this theory is that when people are very sincerely obsessed with specific subcultures, they're like very, I think they're very charming and cool. When you find someone who like goes to like 
mini decorative spoon conventions or something. Oh my gosh, like there's that, conventions. I don't for that? know. I'm just guessing. There probably is. <laughs> I, so guess many of them. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I just don't know. <laughs> See, what if they ask you to them? be in that club, maybe. Would, but like, or like would, furries are cool. Well, no. I mean, this has been Retail Nightmares podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just backtrack. Jessica, have you ever eaten a Cadbury cream egg with one of your miniature spoons? No. I love Cadbury cream egg. It's so great. Like you cut off the top like yeah, a soft like a boiled egg. egg. Yeah. Like a raw egg. Um, I <laughs> Like a raccoon. How a raccoon is an egg. I have so many of them just like um, inherited from my aunts and grandmas and that sort of thing. What were little spoons used for? Tea? It was, no, it was just, it was um, like souvenirs. Okay. Yeah. So you'd go to Banff and get a mm-hmm. tiny, I don't even think you can eat with them because so many of them are like lead, nickel, <laughs> like alloy. Right. Um, or, you know, you can't really wash them because they have like a little photo stuck to it or something like that. I just thought they were. So don't cute. eat an egg with one of those. No, but I do have tiny, tiny, tiny ones that okay. are also from When it's my- Cadbury cream egg season again, we will. That sounds good. We will break egg together. <laughs> I will break egg, egg all over you. Um, I actually, this is crazy, but <laughs> I didn't even need to work at the record store because I forgot that I did work in retail when I was like 18. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. What were you doing? What did Fuck. you do? Well, okay. Now I'm going to pretend that I wasn't planning on saying this all along. Okay. Because super cash. I do have a good segue. Because also, you reminded me of it when you said that you quit your job. Yeah. Um, I've always been terrible at quitting my job. It's horrible. It's I don't know why. It's so difficult. I stayed at my video store job for eight years because I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to offend someone, and then whenever I do it, they're like, okay, I don't give a shit. You're just like a number to me. (laughs) Yeah, the fuck. You're literally you're replaceable. It was funny when my boss gave me all my sort of like severance pay. Yeah, he just gave it to you. He he when he yeah when he finally agreed to give it to me, he did it over like however many months he wouldn't do it all in a lump sum but he still after eight years of working there misspelled my name <laughs> on most of the checks and i was like seriously jessica after- <laughs> <laughs> it was jessica <laughs> uh no my, my last name which like to be fair yeah there's some some letters in there that are silent but come it's on a very common name in it our is country. in canada like it's like smith of french canada anyway sorry uh, continue with your story. Okay, so this is not the retail part, but I started off working at the bakery of Savon Foods ah, in Walnut Grove. Oh, very early Langley, BC. Yeah, good old Lang. Um, <laughs> Lang. Very early mornings, and I remember I was like really obsessed with downloading music late at night too. So I would get like three hours of sleep. Then my mom would make me bring my brother Jordan to school and it was like so dangerous because I couldn't even open my eyes at all but I'd like drive him to school like in the sketchiest condition ever like worse than being drunk I think probably wow um but yeah so I worked at this bakery and it sucked I would just like I don't know I'm like not good at stuff I'm only really good at going on Twitter so and You're Twitter very didn't good exist yet. at being online yeah so I was just like I don't know how to put these frozen croissants on this pan <laughs> how you want me to do it fuck you just put them in a lump in the middle <laughs> exactly just butter at the end just <laughs> so, solid butter. but then I and my friend I think it was my friend Kyle Huck shout out Kyle Huck he's sort of a legend of Vancouver punk scene that i grew up in definitely listens to the pod yeah hopefully if someone i'm sure someone listening might know who kyle huck is and they can tell him and then you'll get kyle huck to listen yeah so that's good 
Uh, but he got me a job at HMV as like seasonal Christmas staff. Oh. So HMV Willowbrook Mall is like, hell yeah. I'm going to buy <laughs> so many CDs at cost price. It's going to be so sick. So I decided that I needed to quit the bakery. But I was like, <laughs> how the fuck am I going to do this? I'm so nervous. So I was like, here's what I'll do. I'll just like write my resignation on the big white bulletin board that's like behind <laughs> the counter. I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. So I like wrote this long note, like Dear John or whatever. I'm so sorry. It was a Dear John letter. It was a Dear John letter. And then you, as, literally me. like I wish that this was fake. But as soon as I finished it, I realized that I had used a permanent marker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know if you are actually getting dumber. Yeah, it has always been really dumb because then <laughs> the the thing at HMV was like you work over the Christmas season and then you like three of us would get hired on full time and there was yeah. like twelve of us or whatever. And I was like, I was I definitely like knew more about music because I was such a nerd. Like I knew more about music than the other people, but I was still like unconfident. And there was these big, long lineups at the counter. And I was just like this nervous, like quiet, insecure little boy. Like, oh, oh whatever. <laughs> like that was kind of the vibe. And then this very sketchy dude lined up, bought an Eminem CD and handed me like truly the fakest $100 bill I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And I was just like, okay, here you go, sir. Here's $80 change. And then he literally lined up two more times and I was too nervous to like say anything. Wow. <laughs> so then I got fired anyways from there. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Okay, so how old were you? You were like I was like too old to be that much of a wuss. Yeah, no, wow. actually, no. I must have been younger. I was probably sixteen. Sixteen. I think that yeah. In the times that I've been like, there was a, <laughs> two guys trying to use a fake credit card a long time ago at the yoga store, and they were like definitely users. They were definitely thought that they had totally met like the best mark ever and they're like trying on all the stuff in the store and i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing in a yoga store yeah it's yeah, like the sick. smallest men's section <laughs> and they're like this looks great on you and his friend was really skinny and he kept giving him like extra large stuff because we were sold out of all of the other sizes oh my god <laughs> so he's like yeah and here's a here's my credit card and i was like this is not real <laughs> it says rebecca but it was so scary to just kind of face those guys as like a yeah. you know 28 or 29 year old person and i was like no thank you <laughs> yeah and, was, and then they're like okay bye they're gone so quick but. i know and I, like i had probably never seen a hundred dollar bill before i've never really had a hundred dollars so think, did you get fired so. because of that or was it like, it was like like towards the end of the season they're like we need to talk to you about this <laughs> accounting error this man came happened. through a hundred times <laughs> it was literally a napkin <laughs> that said 100 on it in ketchup <laughs> said what are you gonna do loser but had they given yeah. you any training about that sort of like uh i don't know i mean i also like didn't... really zone out a lot when people talk to me about stuff <laughs> it's really hard to pay attention uh, you've funny. read two books in your life is yeah this... something like, i always like start books you always okay this is something you brag about on your podcast is that one the most recent book you've read is the then drummer this is like three years ago the drummer of blink 182 yeah travis barker's book autobiography yeah <gasps> i just remembered who blink 182 is <laughs> <laughs> that guy had a reality show yeah he meet has, the barkers like, tattoos up to here yeah. right yeah and he survived a plane crash yeah uh-huh. and recent, just last week um he survived crashing his SUV into a school bus. What? He did? Yeah. Oh, he's got bad luck. Does this have to he do does. with his blood clots? 
he has blood clots right now too. He's just his life's falling apart. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. He's a very thank charismatic okay, person. He's, but he's not a, even a good drummer. I mean, like he is a yes, good drummer, but not like, the time. his drummer is like so obnoxious. Yeah, like previous uh, Papa of the Week, Chris Dadge, is yes. sort of like our drum consultant on mm-hmm. our podcast, and he'll always deconstruct Travis Barker's drums. It's so it's, douchey. Jay is a drummer as well, and I'll get him to listen to blink 182 and he'll be like why is he doing that yeah what is that was he like that before the crash (laughs) (laughs) the crash gave him too much confidence he's like i'm invincible (laughs) more symbols more symbols add more uh no i wish i wish i wish um Okay, I have a retail nightmare, but it was... I was Sorry, a, we're out of time. I was a, <laughs> I mean, I don't have to tell it, but it was very surreal. I was a customer. It was at my favorite Japanese grocery store, Fujiya, and I was just going in there to get a couple trays of sushi for lunch, which if anyone who's ever been there knows that's like an in and out simple transaction. Like, Unless it's end of the day and people are stealing the sushi out from under you as you try to decide. Well, that happens no matter when, but okay. uh, there was... A man in there who was filming everything. He had a hat on and big sunglasses and he was filming with his phone, but it was one of those giant phones that looks like a baby iPad. Um, And he was just filming everything. And I was trying to figure out what was going on. I think I was listening to a podcast and I shut it off to just be like, what is happening? And he was filming everything. And in one hand, he had a tray of sushi with a hand roll with a bite taken out of it. And it was just kind of mangled and he was just moving it around up and down the big long cooler that's full of sushi trays. And the man who was who was working there kept saying like, sir, sir, please just give it back to me or just put it down. Like, don't please don't put it on the other. Like, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And then I realized that this man was there with a woman and a child and the woman was very upset. And she just kept saying like, stinky, dirty, nasty filthy rotten (laughs) she was just like saying these words over and over and the little girl i felt really bad for the little girl she was maybe like six or seven she looked so embarrassed and she was just sort of like hiding her face and she just like wanted to go and these were obviously her parents and they were making this big scene and the man who was working behind the counter just kept saying it's natto it's natto it's a natto roll which is a bean roll which is an unusual sushi roll it's like a traditional Japanese type of hand roll of sushi and it's like a fermented bean. So very strong taste. If you're not used to it, it might taste a little weird. But this woman like willingly bought it and she's got her receipt and she's like, I bought it five minutes ago. Five (laughs) minutes ago and it's dirty, it's rotten, it's nasty, it's stinky. And she just kept saying, Stinky, stinky, stinky. And the man just behind the counter just kept saying, It's natto. It's natto. That's oh, like, so embarrassing like for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It was just like he didn't he wasn't explaining like natto naturally has like a fermented taste. But she, and the man was filming everything, being like, well, what is he going to do? Send this to the news? 100% like, yeah, on YouTube. Put it on YouTube? Send it to Michael Moore and he'll be <laughs> banging down their doors. It was amazing. If I hadn't have been so rushed, I wanted to start filming the whole thing. Because <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do when someone's filming you? Like, and the role, the rules there are very affordable. Like nothing's over $5. And, and they're like, really fresh. They're really, like they Not make them. Yeah, it's dirty <laughs> stinky. stinky nasty and i was just like dirty stinky nasty natto could be the yeah 
marketing. That's happened. also the beginning of that Christina Aguilera song. <laughs> <laughs> too dirty to clean. How did my it resolve up? itself? I left because I, it was like too awkward for me to just hang around it. But like, I felt really bad for the guy. All the people who work there work so hard, and that store must have like hundreds of people coming in and out of there every hour, and it's tiny. Mm-hmm. And those people, if you, I go in there quite often at the end of the day because it's really close to my practice space, and we always practice at seven, and it closes at seven, so we're always like rushing there. 655 just like grabbing whatever sushi's left and trying to get out of their hair and they're exhausted so this was just like i hope they all i don't know are able to laugh about it now um but they also (laughs) usually are just like if anything weird is going on they'll be like the cashiers will be speaking to each other in japanese like about the customers and i'm like i just want to get my japanese good enough so i know what they're saying about these people (laughs) because these ladies like there's one who seems like she doesn't take any shit and she's cool and she's like sassy lassie. Um, but yeah, I can't stop thinking about this woman who's like, <laughs> just like stinky, stinky. Like she wasn't even talking in sentences. She was just saying adjectives. Well, it sounds like neither side of the conversation was really speaking full sentences. Well, he, he, the guy was there. He was just exhausted. It seemed like it had been going on for a really long time before I got <laughs> there too. Not, though. Yeah. It was like stinky. Like, cause how Maybe long- like because they are such fucking idiots didn't know what nada was for 100% and was like maybe thought was he was saying not so or yeah <laughs> or like it's no. not applicable for yeah. a return nada uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch but yeah like how long does that have to be going on before the guy whips out his phone and starts filming it like you don't just this start whipping out it. the phone and filming it stuff is very good for things that are important <laughs> Nuts doesn't count. Maybe it was performance <laughs> art. Oh, oh, that so, sounds kind of like my it. favorite piece of art I've ever encountered. <laughs> yeah. Well, next to what we're gonna do now. Oh, is it time? Yeah, is it time for Reverie of the Bard? I believe so. now for reverie of the bard <laughs> okay so you talk about the bard on your podcast a it's, lot i've yeah, noticed too lately is it bard season I think it is bard season um okay. whenever something is said more than once it becomes that season yeah i think yeah so it's burp season here <laughs> burp yeah. season male virgo season <laughs> so you, okay, that had only been said once, but now you're just making it. <laughs> I said it, it twice. You can make it happen if so, you want. So, Reverie of the Bard. Uh, before we start, Josiah, do you have any opinions on the Bard? Or Reveries? Yeah, I think he sucks. <laughs> you think he sucks? Yeah, but I've only read Travis Barker's book. That's true. So that's, that might be why. Well, Jay Arner, uh, husband of the pod, um, <laughs> agrees with you, and he thinks that the Bard is an uh, overrated sack of shit. Wow. And he's doing a lot of he's doing a lot of shit talking about the bard. So he decided to write his own uh, <laughs> scene a la the bard. What is like a bard? Is there like a term for a scene from Shakespeare? Who's that? <laughs> Sorry. Um, bard. It's called a scene. Is that it? It's, it's not like called act, like a sonnet? Act two, scene three. I mean, oh, there yeah. are soliloquies. Right. Soliloquies. And sonnets. I- Sonnets are like standalone poems, though. There's not really yeah. sonnets in plays. No, I don't think so. 
that's like soliloquy. Maybe I don't know the bard as well as I thought I did. I wish I knew him less. Uh, but so anyway, he's written this. He wrote this. We were actually watching. No, I, I got to hold on to it first. We were watching <laughs> Hellraiser 7 last night because we hate ourselves and decided we are going to watch all 10 Hellraisers. Uh, Hellraiser 7 to everyone out there. You don't need to watch it. Is it that is... the Butterface one? What? Is it the needles in the face one? Uh, yeah. Why is it butter? Why is it butter? It's like soft like butter. I think that, head? that, um, <laughs> on South Park, I guess we a really long time ago and they said uh, Pinhead's a real butter face. Oh. <laughs> That's when, like, you got a hot body but an ugly face. <laughs> yeah. Pinhead does have a real hot body. I actually love his outfit because he's got sort of like, it's all leather. It's very goth. But then there's like a big cutout right around his belly button. <laughs> and Pin, the actor who plays Pinhead is the only recurring actor in every single movie. So he's always like, I'm down. The least important face. Like, couldn't they just get anyone? Exactly. But he, it's the voice too. The belly button. He always just shows up. Yeah, that hot bod. But anyway, it was horrific. Most of them are like gross and whatever. But this, like, the uh, six was great because the main actor in it was Dennis from 30 Rock. (laughs) And it was filmed in Vancouver and it was just great. But so anyway, Jay was like, I'm just going to half watch and I'm going to write this scene from a play. And the play is called Upon the Wind of a Narrow Swan. Um, Before we start, I want to tell you something. I actually am by accident a theater writer now. You're a th- oh, so like you review? I don't review, but I do like I write like previews and stuff. So I oh. work full time at Exclaim, where I write about film and music. Amazing. But part of my contract is that I'm not allowed to freelance for other people about film and music. So I've started just sort of freelancing whatever else I can do for the <laughs> Calgary Herald in Calgary. And as a result, I'm often interviewing theater people, but I don't really know anything about theater. Okay. But most well, most artists love to talk about themselves so much that you don't really need to know. Maybe you can learn a little bit from Yeah, this. but I'm just saying there are people in Calgary who think that I'm like a theater critic now That's, because I do this Well, job, I'll tag so. this with, <laughs> yeah. with all the pertinent tags so they'll find I it. I mean, this really is making... It's rounding it out. Yeah. Now I'm a performer, too. This is, yeah, this is like a crash course in the bard. Okay, so there's three roles... We're each going to read one. I typed it out today. I still don't know what the fuck any of it means. Um, okay, I'm just. You typed it out. I typed it out because Jay was busy. Was it handwritten? Jay, yeah, Jay wrote it in his sketchbook. Oh wow. Um, okay, so there's three roles. Everyone just say what they who they want. There's Prince Edwin, Dwanty, and then Turtle. Turtle. You want to be Turtle? Can I be Dwanty? Okay, sure. I'm Prince Edwin. Okay, so there's Turtle. Um. <laughs> Josiah's um, Dwanty. You get a little a bit name. of a soliloquy in there. Oh, okay. I know what that is. Uh, it's just a big chunk of talking. <laughs> oh, you didn't say wind was spelled with a Y. Now oh, I yeah. really like it. Wind. I looked up how to pronounce it and it said wind. Like, it means like a path. W-Y-N-D. Oh my God. It, upon the wind of a narrow swan. Should we do it? Yep, I'm so ready. excited. Okay, so it starts off interior stairs. So this takes place on some stairs. Okay, I'm Prince Edwin. <laughs> if two swans should feather down these twisted stairs i would climb my sword to the hilt (laughs) all but a fool's folly recall the ceremony of the swan is one eve's morrow i suffice the court is a swan's void (laughs) an ideal barrow for schemes and scheming 
The king believes us across two rivers. He grows dim of his fallacy and pallid of the wind stirring. Prince Edwin and a caped crowned swan have donned the other's rituals. <laughs> okay, this is there's some stage directions here. It just says gravely. So this is the one line that Jay gave me a line reading on. I'm supposed to read it like this. A swan now sits in my chamber. <laughs> and then Turtle runs in. People, a rumor stirs. The king rends bread with the moon master. <laughs> <laughs> Meadowed words. <laughs> the moon master betweens the night and the dark morning. A fine golden sheet of mercury and nary a pony's gift to preside over it. What the fuck? A warm lark, prince. Yet I was brooded of this by the moon master herself. <laughs> Truly? The prized dance beckons. That's it. <laughs> and this has been another That's episode <laughs> of Reverie of the Bard. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, what the fuck did we just read? That's like, yeah. It's not I important. Could see it's some, so beautiful. Some fucking junior high teacher would try to relate that to your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like, see how we're you all get it? the swan? All your favorite. No, nobody would <laughs> all think your fa- that all after your, reading this. All your favorite <laughs> movies are based off of yeah. this. The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. There was an episode, a spin-off. Yeah, of this. Yeah, without the wind a, moon master. Without upon the wind of a narrow swan, you wouldn't have the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what it means. All that Jay told me is that a prince has traded places with a swan. So there's a swan oh. dressed up as a prince, and the king is hanging out with a swan, but thinking that it's the is prince. Is the swan Dwanti or a turtle? Neither. Oh. The swan is elsewhere. Oh, the swan. So is it like a, a the swan can't talk? It's like an actual swan? <laughs> we're not there real? yet. Swan. I don't think we're there yet. I don't really know. I don't know who Turtle is. I don't know who Dwanti <laughs> is. All I know is Prince Edwin. I'm really hoping Turtle turns out to be a turtle. That somehow, like... Swans aren't really allowed in, but turtles, right. yeah. fine. Turtles or maybe it's talk. just Turtle or, from that show. Yeah, from Entourage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Swantourage. That show originally <laughs> was called Swantourage. Turtle's House. Did you guys know that? <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay wanted to call the character Turt at first, but I said it sounded too much like turd. Uh, so that was my What do you only... mean too much like turd? <laughs> I mean, like right. not, not enough. Yeah. <laughs> not enough. Um, so yeah, that was Reverie of the Bard. Jay says if uh, people like it, he'll write more. <laughs> he should do Bard in the Park. Bard in the Park? <laughs> yeah, get people to act it out for we real. We should do a live reading of this. I agree. I think we should stage it. We should like block it out, <laughs> get costumes. I'm really lighting. excited. You were just trying to trick me into reading. <laughs> yeah, you did very well. Yeah. I For someone who's only read two books. I yeah. knew you were good at reading because you read quotes all the time on your podcast. That's true. From I do. Like, quotes are short, though. Yeah. Well, this so is you short. like that. This I read only... tweets also. <laughs> That's true. I know that you know how to read. <laughs> I do know how to read. You just don't have a long attention I, span. Yeah, like, honestly, if there was a narrative that you guys picked up on, I would have felt the same way as you feel right now, no matter what, because <laughs> I just can't pay attention. Oh, I just reading that now, I don't know what it means, but that's all Shakespeare is like that. Um, you mean the bard? I mean, oh, fuck. Josiah, who's your Papo of the Week? Papo of the Week. 
Um, well, I hate to do more uh, self-promo from my pod, but I got to hand it to my pet middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Bill Billingsley. Um, <laughs> he's a middle-aged man who lives in Southern California who's obsessed with Blink-182 and with my podcast. Um, he stalks the members of Blink-182. He bought Travis Barker's car. Oh, I think just to get on our podcast because whenever he does these wild gestures, we always let him guest on the podcast and he bought the car and then he got to come back on. Um, he's always like wearing prenup merch around San Diego and he told me he's going to give our CD to Tom DeLong. He's like stock because he stocks all the members. So yeah, he's just like the best dude ever. He's like a middle-aged man who loves pop punk and talks to me every day on Twitter DMs. So he's your friend. He's my friend. I mean, I've never met him in real life, but I also know that I definitely will. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to probably live with him one day. <laughs> so I got to give it to Bill Billingsley. He's like, absolutely. Yeah, he's a puppo. And you have a, your podcast has merch that is a t-shirt. Of- right. Yeah. So basically how I, how I met, how like Bill Billingsley became a true part of it was like, when we first started, we, there wasn't enough listeners that we could sort of like pay attention to who was talking to us on Twitter. And I was like, okay, this guy's name is definitely fake. It's Bill Billingsley. That's not a real name. Yeah, it seems fake. But then I like Googled him and like found his address. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he's real. Um, and then he t- said he was going to go see Travis Barker play drums in Vegas for New Year's Eve. And he's like posting all these videos of being in Vegas. And then he disappeared for like two months. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, my God. What happened in Vegas? He went off the grid. Did he? Yeah. Like, did something fucked up happen to Bill? So we were talking about that on the show. And then he resurfaced <laughs> with a photograph of him meeting Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 while wearing a homemade Blink-155 t-shirt that Tom was pointing at. And so then we took that image and made it our official t-shirt of the podcast. It <laughs> sounds really nice. It's very meta. It's very meta, but I mean, Bill's like on board and he'll he'll DM me all the time. He'll, I feel like he gets a little tipsy and gives me some, he would think, constructive criticism about the podcast in the middle yeah. of the night. Or And it's just him being like, let me on more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like maybe he's just going to be one of the hosts one day. He should just have his own, like one of those things. Like, like talking. Like after, like yeah. talking dead or whatever. Talking yeah. dead, totally. But yeah, I mean, I love him. He's the best. And That's he's a like, nice puppo. He's like talks to everyone on Twitter and he always tells everyone he loves them. He's always like, love you, buddy. He calls, so like, always, he calls you Josie. He calls me Josie. <laughs> and he always like posts photos of himself driving around in his fancy suv listening to the pod unsafe i know it's kind of cool but that's because bill always says to me live your life like a badass that's what he always says to me i think he wants you to be wearing more board shorts yeah (laughs) he's also been posting a lot of self uh um, shirtless photos selfies down there and he's pretty hot for like he's got a bod it's hot down here (laughs) yeah exactly need to air it out that's a very good puppo yeah uh, <laughs> i mean I'll, yeah bill's the best wow um <laughs> you gotta tell him now to listen to this i will that oh. was the plan all along get him on board with uh retail nightmares well i'm sure yeah maybe if he's ever in vancouver you can have him on the i show. would love some unsolicited advice about the podcast from a middle-aged man in america <laughs> yeah just kidding i don't already have that in eight different forms alicia who's your papo my Peppo of the week is Hank, even though today he was a total asshole all day. Um, and I was so tired. And at times I was like, what the fuck am I doing with this dog? 
Still my papo. Um, my other papo is my coworker, Patricia. She and I have worked together for about a year, and we grew up in the same town in Quebec. That's so weird. And we make up French words at work together and, and like, message each other made-up words. And um, it's dumb, but it's really fun, and she's really nice, and... I'm going to miss her a lot, but I'm going to keep in touch. She's got a really cool daughter as well. And I think we're going to go to Cat Fay together. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the words? Yeah, I want to know. She's really good at like, uh, she today she made up Taberslack. Taberslack. Mm-hmm. And I made up, this is like just two words put together, but super sauce. <laughs> super sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the pronunciation. And uh, yeah, you have to kind of scream it at each other uh, over the cubicles. And it's just like that. We'll say French words out loud or just make up French words or talk about things from home when it's really nice. Yeah, she's great. And she has a lot of hair. It's really cool. Like when she takes it down, I'm like, you have doll's hair. And then she puts it back up. I was just thinking about you like that because you just took down your hair and it was just like, where did all that hair come from? You've both been changing your hair so much throughout this thing. Yeah, but you're both like so good at hiding it and then exposing it. Yeah, you thought I cut off all my hair before. Wait till I let my hair down. Yeah, <laughs> you're merkin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just poke down the bottom of your pants. You do have like some weird fluff dangling from oh, your sock. Probably. It's probably from Night Cat who was visiting. It here. might be Woody's actually. Really? That's your cat gift from home. Yeah. I don't, how long have you been away from? <laughs> that would be weird. Like a day. Who's your papo, Jess? My papo is. Uh, Jay, because he built a, what's that thing called? Screen door. He built a screen door for me uh, because, well, it was for both of us because we're so tired of having to capture bugs that fly in here. Um, That makes it seem like we have a bunch of garbage that bugs are attracted to. (laughs) But it's just like we're on the ground floor and I have a bunch of plants. So I routinely every day that I'm at home hear like a bonk on the window and I look up and it's a bee trying to get in and just hitting <laughs> against the window. And it they're Aww. so dumb. They do it like multiple times. Hell yeah. Uh, so you just hear like a little like... <laughs> That's the like Travis me. Barker of, yeah. of the insect world. Being dumb is tight though. No, I'm I'm into it. And I like, I like how dumb dogs are. Uh, <laughs> but like, how did, so did Jay like have to look up tutorials or did he just like be like, Oh, I'll just make a screen door. Like that's a normal thing to do. Jay. Well, Jay was a carpenter for 12 years. Don't forget. Right. But I feel in my mind, carpenters don't build screen doors. No, but Jay basically, I don't know. He built, he built the thing over there that holds all his recording equipment. He built a bench. He built like, he can, like, if you can just visualize something, you can build it. And it's just a frame with mesh over top of it that fits like snugly in I'm getting so turned on <laughs> <laughs> you are just imagine some wood fitting snugly covered in mesh. <laughs> in mesh yeah it was funny there was like a little bit of mesh left over and i was like what do we do with this and i was like can i turn this into a cool tube top or like what yeah um, mesh necklace. Mesh necklace is the band name that Jay came up with a few years ago. Um, that I I don't know what we're gonna do with, but maybe you guys should start a band with Emmett Hall called Mesh Necklace. Mesh necklace. Uh, I don't know if Emmett wants to be in a band. Of course with he us. does. Emmett, you're in a band now. We're not prog enough. Um, so yeah, that's my puppo. I mean, Nightcat Life puppo as well. She just came over and like hung out on our balcony a lot because it's 
cool there and it was like really she was overheating i saw your wife sarah posted mm-hmm. a picture your wife your wife <laughs> posted a picture of your cat my cat your yeah. cat with like a, t- a wet towel on it yeah and he likes that i mean i don't think he likes anything he's a huge asshole really he only likes me um he attacks everyone including sarah Sarah always tries to cuddle him and I just like give him, I nag him and then he cuddles me a lot. So, um, he doesn't really like anything, but yeah, our place has been pretty hot lately. So we've just been putting wet towels all over everything. (laughs) (laughs) Record player, cool down. (laughs) Everything's just a little bit down. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's moldy. (laughs) Gross. That's why I have some neighbors. Okay. Can I have an anti-puppo? Sure. My neighbors who are hippies who like, I feel like. They've really brought the whole neighborhood. Are they the ones with the big, the big uh, hippie sh- sheet like, out for the balcony? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just they're like about appropriating like the religious iconography of like every different. Who among us can say they're that like, we are not a human coexists? Yeah, figure. basically, that's what they are. <laughs> and like the guy never wears a, sh- a shirt, and he. Like, oh, I've seen these two. They yeah. look miserable. Yeah, and like as soon as they moved in, they put up driftwood on the balcony, and I'm like, what? Like. <laughs> You brought that from another house? Like, oh, just really bums me out. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't mean to be like. That's fine. I was going to tell you guys that I totally forgot about how much I love Travis Barker. Oh, and that I watched so many uh, episodes of his show because I thought he was so hot. What? Really? You know what's really stressful is we've done so many hours of content and we haven't touched on that show at all yet. And I feel like I'm going to die when we start talking about that because there's so much of it. I watched so many episodes of it and he looked like one of my first first crushes who's also a drummer. So it was like Maybe it was him. No, no, that guy's a dentist now. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe Travis is a dentist. Okay, well this is something for your you just did a year it was your year anniversary of your uh-huh. podcast. And you did a what's it called Twitch? We did a Twitch stream. A Twitch stream. And you were on it. I was I was in there. My name was like Pooh Butt Pooh Butt sixty nine or something. Jessica. But I realized I should have made it my own name because people just kept like quoting what I was saying and being like, "Who's this Pooh Butt sixty nine? And I was like, "It's me, <laughs> Jessica Delisle and James Arner." Uh, but you just have to change your legal name to Pooh Butt sixty nine. Well, now. I'm not against it. I won't give her the idea. Um, <laughs> But I brought up the idea of um, fuck Mary Kill, Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. And so I'm interested in what your guys's fuck Mary Kill would be. I only know who Travis is. Tra- there's Travis. Okay, then there's like the guy who has the voice, who's who <laughs> believes in aliens. Tom DeLong left the band. That's Tom DeLong. And then there's Mark, who's sort of like the normie. He's of the, the guy. Band. Yeah, he's the constant. He sings kind of normal. <sighs> I mean, I'll go. I can go first. You go first. I okay. feel like Alicia has to learn who these people are. But then you're going just by visuals. Well, I guess that's no. Allowed. I remember them. It's just been a long time. Yeah. I would. I remember them very clearly now. Seeing pictures. Of I them. would fuck Tom DeLonge, and I would marry Scott Rayner, who's the first drummer, drummer of the band, yeah. right? And then I would kill Matt Skiba because <laughs> I don't care for that that's man. like i feel like that's like a correct yeah take i feel like it's, it proves that you've really been listening to the pod i'm so they got a new drummer at some point that no they've, they've same had drummer. well Trav, there was oh, a yeah. different drummer before travis who was like actually cool and wasn't wait was, a second are you throwing travis under the bus <laughs> well, <laughs> well travis? he just got hit by a school bus <laughs> well, what? or did he hit oh, a school bus i didn't throw him under there he did it to himself he 
Travis's drumming is really like frilly and like a he's lot of like unnecessary. A, he's like Tommy Lee, basically. He shows off so much. Like basically, just because you can play a certain way doesn't mean you need to. But it doesn't really fit in with the other two guys. No, Scott. No, but Scott is like. If you watch the music video for "Damn It," which I do regularly, Me too. I like think about it's it all so the time. Good. It's the best. <laughs> it's, I watched it uh, with Alicia actually. We needed a palate cleanser after we watched all those uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers videos. And I was like, here, let's watch this. And Alicia was like, this is so good. It's so good. But I wish that was a feature length movie. No, it is so funny. <laughs> Scott is so perfect. He's really just like Wait, understated. Wait, he was your Mary? He was my Mary. So you would like want to not be <laughs> rich, I guess. Because I think he's oh, probably no. not rich. I don't think I will ever be rich or want to be rich. Yeah. I mean... Um, speak for yourself. Everything in you can come to my house. You're starting to sound like your goddamn hippie neighbors. Well, like Every, stop me when you find driftwood. Could be found on by the, the beach. sea. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Nature provides for us all. No, like I'm not gonna have kids. Like I don't need to get rich like yeah. for my kids or anything. You know, like I'm just gonna rent. Like it's really hard to like. There's so many people who live here who are super rich. So like getting rich wouldn't even be like that impressive in vancouver yeah because there's you know like houses like i just i know a bunch of people who just sold houses for over two million dollars so it's like what are you a bunch of people two people <laughs> four people that's four that's uh, eight million dollars right yeah there. which is more money than i'll ever make in my life so like yeah scott hit me up if, yeah. if jay is out of the picture well scott is goth now also oh wow so that really but yeah i think on the twitch stream I, I said um fuck travis because he's like a sex freak if yeah. you read his book like he would know his way around my body i think <laughs> <laughs> marry tom because he's like because you can go to just space like, together. i just want to know what the wild ride like that tom is someone you don't just want to spend one night with you know what i mean you want to yeah. be in for the long haul and then i think kill mark probably yeah no offense but. i don't want to play because i don't want to kill anybody okay but marry travis <laughs> and fuck tom Wow, so we all agree that we want to sleep with Tom. And and by omission, you definitely want to kill Mark, which yeah. is correct. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, no one... He's just so... Uh, he seems really earnest, which is not <laughs> something I can get behind. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of being earnest, just, uh, you got any things coming up that you want to pump? Absolutely nothing. I want to pump... <laughs> you up! Tom DeLong's dong. <laughs> oh, boy. Desire, if people want to find you online? Um. Yeah. My uh, my name on Twitter, Josiah Hughes, and uh, you could if you want to read me like write about normal stuff, you can find me on exclaim.ca. You want to listen to me go to the end of myself as a human being as I talk <laughs> about Blink One Eighty Two, then look up Blink One Fifty Five. And, and your band. Yeah, and there's also that. I kind of forgot about it. It's so good. You just put out a new album. I know we put out a new album like two months ago, and it feels like it was like ten years ago. That's because uh, you're very online. What is your band yeah. name? Oh, yeah. Um, Energy Slime. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Prenup. Prenup. You, Sarah, and other puppos. Yeah. Previously discussed. Exactly. Bill Billingsley. <laughs> <laughs> he is on the street team, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I That's mean, true. yeah, so we did put on an album. You could look up Prenup if you care about that. It's really good. Listening to music is like pretty lame. Come on, stop. It's pretty gauche. <laughs> Unless it's Blink-182. Alicia, what do you have? Hosting Laugh Gallery tonight, 
So if you're listening to this podcast, you're in Vancouver. Um, just Monday. stepping in for Monday, July 23rd. Stepping in for Graham Clark, who is at the Winnipeg Fringe Festival. And he's at the Just for Laughs Festival as well in Montreal that following weekend. And then on the 28th, I am at uh, the Havana Theatre. And I think that I got tricked into doing an improv show. Uh, but I'll be just doing stand-up dressed up as Elizabeth Taylor. That's amazing. You should do the bit that she saw at the sushi place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Natto? <laughs> Stinky. Dirty. Stinky. <laughs> Filthy. Nasty. This has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. If you want to donate to our Patreon account, we'll take your money. Um, and we will spend it on things like stuff. Um, we hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Josiah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, what a thank wonderful you for having me. Um, thank you for listen coming. Listen to Blink 155 podcast. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's honestly the best way to spend three hours every week <laughs> it's great and i don't even have the sclusi scream scream stream stream uh the, yeah that's i behind the paywall of ours i literally interviewed an actual in the law's eyes he's a domestic domestic terrorist, terrorist. but yeah. he was just i read a news article about this guy who threatened to blow up a school but he was also wearing a blink when i t-shirt in it so i was like i gotta talk to this guy yeah but wow. he's, you'll you'll hear it and you'll be like okay maybe well, maybe the law has watch been some red hot chili pepper videos <laughs> yeah so you decide who gets that five dollars it's us it's us it's us <laughs> thank you so much have a great week bye bye